Lord, let today be a day to be much remembered. Let today be a day of release. Let today go down as a day of liberty. Take all the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. You may please be seated. There are days and there are certain days. And it takes sensitivity to be connected to your certain day. From the first service, I've been speaking forth that by this impartation service, an end comes to all your struggles. And I began to ask the people that when you get back home today, smite beginning from your gate, strike your gate, strike the door to your house, strike the stuff in your sitting room, strike your bedroom. And how many of you had that testimony? Of a live, huge fowl hiding under the bed of a man. And fire began to burn when this anointing struck the place. More often than not, the things challenging you are in your house. Just like the solutions are in the house, the same way the problems are in the house. And to show it was no ordinary thing, as they began to deal with the fowl, the landlady began to cry and cried and cried and died. Anyway, killing a cow does not make man a murderer. So, nobody killed the woman. It was a fowl that was killed. Whatever therefore represents a stumbling block on the path of your destiny, this impartation marks the end of it. What is impartation? Impartation is a platform for transference of unction from one vessel to another for the purpose of establishment of destiny. Romans 1.11 Paul said, I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gifts to the end that he may be established. So impartation is a spiritual platform 
for transference of unction for the purpose of establishment of destiny. What is impartation? It's a medium through which the grace in one vessel is replicated in another. The grace in one vessel is replicated in another. So when you strike your bed with the mantle, whatever can survive under the bed of the source of that grace cannot survive under your bed. You know, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Revelation 12 and verse 11. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They overcame by testimony. He said, the righteousness of their testimony is everlasting. Give me understanding and I shall live. We need an understanding of testimonies. They were to amputate the leg of his brother. He said, no, I'm coming. And they got there and tied the same mantle on the leg. And the brother called in the night. The leg is shaking, the leg is shaking, the leg is shaking. The power of God was hitting the leg. And now no iron, no plastic in the leg. The leg is back on his feet. The righteousness of thy testimony is everlasting. Psalm 119 verse 144. Give me understanding and I shall live. The righteousness of thy testimony is everlasting. It is ever effectual. Give me understanding of your testimonies, then I will reproduce them. Give me understanding and I shall live. And I kept crying. Strike your gate. Strike the door of your house. Strike the stove in your sitting room. Strike your bed. Because certain things are pressing on your life. And you can't locate where they are. And that fat fowl, turkey size. size, was feeding on the destinies of those individuals. Nariz kabaya katalota. Whatever is feeding on anyone's destiny here, I declare them cursed in the name of Jesus. I declare them cursed in the name of Jesus. Whatever is feeding on your destiny, I declare it cursed in the name of Jesus. Whatever is feeding on the destiny of your family, your business, your career, I declare them cursed in the name of Jesus. Please take your mantles if you came with them and put them underneath your seat. Now you see, other people got hold of the mantle same day, but they can't even tell where it is. He brought a fowl from under the bed of one and joined the leg of the one that was to be amputated, but some don't even know what it is because their faith in the thing is zero. They think it's an activity of the church and a doctrine of the church that you may choose to align with or not. Where others are flying by it, others don't have any expression of it in their life. My son, Alfonso's, 
when the Ethiopian airline crashed, was on board that flight, 1996, and he put his mantle on his neck, and the plane broke to two in front of him. He was the only survivor. Something I know by that testimony has broken loose for someone here. There are things fighting you you can't see. But the power of God will unveil them. Teaching in the third service, I was telling the people that, you see, every child of God is ordained a man and a woman of exploit on three fronts. By redemption, you are the salt of the earth, the light of the world. It is said on a hill that cannot be filled, that cannot be hidden. By the Abrahamic covenant, only kings and nations come from the loins of Abraham. Genesis 17 verse 6. You know, only kings and nations come out of the loins of Abraham. Hmm. So, by the Abrahamic covenant, you are a man and a woman to reckon with. He said, and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Every seed of Abraham is a global phenomenon. Every seed of Abraham is what? is ordained a global phenomenon. Every seed of Abraham is ordained a global phenomenon. And in thy seed, Genesis 22, verse 17 and 18, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Now, think of it. In the prophetic, in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established on top of the mountains have been exalted above all his, and all nations shall flow into it. So, by the prophetic, as it relates to the end time, you are an ordained high flyer. For out of Zion shall proceed the law. You are an authority, an established authority in your field. And the word will learn from Jerusalem. Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 1 to 3, Micah chapter 4 and verses 1 and 2. Now, you see. This is God's prophetic agenda for the end time, and we are end time saints. So every child of God by redemption, by the Abrahamic covenant, by the prophetic, is a man of value, a man to be sorted after, a man to be envied. But why are we being pitied? Because a great door and effectual is open unto us, but there are many adversaries. 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 9. And this service is geared towards dealing with that adversary. Dealing with them. Whatever is sitting on your destiny today, sitting on your head, sitting on the head of your children, sitting on the next phase of your life, whatever generational cause is, is, is messing up your destiny. Right now, in the name of Jesus, under this anointing, I command a reversal. I command your liberty. I command your liberty. I command your liberty. 
I command your liberty. Your mantle is now on this liberation ground. of global repute, liberation ground of a global repute. What is spoken here answers in Japan, distance notwithstanding. What is spoken here answers in Australia, distance notwithstanding. So why must it not answer in your life? Therefore, the unction that is causing unstoppable eruption of grace on this commission goes into that mantle right now. Somebody believe that. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Let's look at some of the forces of liberty recognized in scriptures. And the first one we look at is the force of light. The force of light. Because our battles are against the powers of darkness. So our greatest defense is the force of light. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and the wicked spirits in high places. So our battles are, against, are essentially against the powers of darkness. So we have to engage the power of light to dislodge them and keep them off our territory. Jesus speaking concerning his betrayer, he said to Judas, this is your hour and the power of darkness. That is the ultimate power of the devil. The power of darkness. And so we need to put on the armor of light. So as to dislodge the powers of darkness. Neoskepushaga, klekotokotoplia, rizizujigi kara kropokotoziza. I challenge the powers of witchcraft. I challenge all oppressing occultic powers. I come against all the curses of the wicked. I command the release of every captive under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus. 
this is your hour. And I pray right now that nobody misses his own and her own catch-up moment under this prophetic anointing. You are long overdue for liberty. Come and say, I'm long overdue. You are born again to enjoy liberty. The Son of God came to set you and I free from the bandages of hell. So the day you were saved was the beginning of your era of liberty. So that you are not there yet does not mean that it's not the truth. It only means you have been resisted and you have not found a way of dealing with the resisting forces. Who are you to think of liberty? Let me show you your picture right now. You know, the word of God is likened to water. So the dumb methods cleanse her by the washing of water, by the word of God. So when you put water in a bowl and you put your face on it, what do you see? You see your face. So what the word does, among other things, is to show you who you are. To unveil your spiritual status. To show you what redemption has made of you. What redemption has made of you. Remember, the armor of light is simply, is the armor of revelation. Because the entrance of his word giveth light. Psalm 119 verse 130. And gives understanding to the simple. <laughs> so the armor of light is simply the armor of revelation. The armor of light is the armor of revelation. And that's your seal of authority against the powers of darkness. <laughs> One of the greatest assets of my life was my encounter of 1979 that just simply unveiled to me what redemption has made of me. When you are saved, you are raised up together with him. Ephesians 2, 5 and 6. I'm made to sit together with him in heavenly places. So salvation establishes a new seat for you raised us up together, made us to sit together with them in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. Come on now. <laughs> and where is that place located? How does it relate to these things we are talking about? Ephesians 1, 20 and 21. He said, Christ is seated in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion what is dominating the world cannot dominate you 
because you are seated far above dominion and every name that is named not only in this world but also in that which is to come and now you are seated with him far above so new birth does not leave you to struggle here it takes you off here and reposition you far above far above this is not a theory mm. this is settled in heaven forever so if you are saved you have been repositioned spiritually to be far above all the first of harassment in the world so you are far above the forces of witchcraft far above the forces of wizardry far above all occultic forces you are seated far above all familiar spirit you are seated far above all generational causes you are seated far above all human causes That is the foundation of your liberty in Christ. You need a revelation of who you are in redemption. And then you put that on as an armor. Far above. It is this far above mentality that rolls me crazy in dealing with all quail forces far above when I speak witches must be quiet you know that I'm speaking and you are talking I will slap you again amen when I'm talking you should be quiet when a general is speaking, a corporal must shrink. It's not a, what, what do you mean? Ah, what do you mean? You, you will see it now. By the time they fry you, your wife will know you. They fry you all the water and you will drain off. For saying, what do you mean to a general? So when a son of God who is conscious of his new position in Christ, speaks, all queer forces must go quiet. Oh! If the foundation is faulty, the righteous can do nothing. If you are not conscious of your new status of liberty, you never experience it. Somebody's blessed. In John chapter 1 and verse 1 to 5, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light from that world shineth in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not <laughs> so that is the master of darkness 
Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? From 1979 July till now, I can't imagine a witch talk when I'm talking. And there was nothing I saw. But I encountered the light that shows my supremacy over all principality, power, dominion, and every name that is named other than Jesus. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. That is my new redemptive throne. It's not theology, it's not that you don't understand what you're talking about. Now, there was a very interesting testimony that came in from the UK, I mean, from Europe, one of those countries. Now, this individual was listening to a tape when I was talking about, uh, is it the mystery of faith or something? I was speaking about one of those tapes. And then, enemies of faith. And at a point, he felt like going to put off the tape. He said, I don't think this man understands what I'm talk going through. And immediately, he heard me say, you may think that this man does not understand what you are going through. <laughs> At the point when he was going to put off the tape, that word came, pow, then he retreated. His eight-year plague ended there. So don't make your situation extraordinary. Your situation is as ordinary as anybody's situation. It is your understanding that's inadequate. Your understanding is inadequate. That makes your situation extraordinary. By this light, I see you begin to operate more than a conqueror. Yeah. By this light, I see your liberty established. By this light, I see an end to all oppressions of the devil. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is your hour, he said. And it must be so. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. Can I hear your loudest amen? Can I hear your loudest amen? So, like he said, you shall know the truth. And what happens? The truth shall make you free. And whosoever the truth shall free, it shall be free indeed. John 8, 32 and 36. Now, he went on and said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he also has rejected you. So the knowledge of the word is your escape route from every form of destruction. Now in Isaiah chapter 5, beginning from verse 1, all the way to 13, it is a prophetic proverb out there talking about the vineyard of his beloved that was planted on a very fruitful hill and, you know, um, with the choices of vine, with an edge built around it. And that's you. He said, now what should I have done to my vineyard that I have not done to it? But when I expected for, to bring forth fruit, it brought wide grapes. 
And he went on in verse 13 to tell us the story. I mean, to tell us the summary. He said, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. So, <laughs> the knowledge of the truth is the platform for your lasting liberty. The knowledge of the truth regarding what redemption has offered you. What redemption has made of you. Where redemption has positioned you. That is the platform for your true and lasting liberty. Christianity is not a society. It's a spiritual family. Being in Christ is belonging to God's family. Do you look like a member of that family? But it takes revelation to provoke a reaction. It is revelation that provokes reactions. You have to know what, can, what must not be. So when you see it, you react against it. Listen to me. By redemption, you are now citizens of heaven. Can I hear your amen? Yeah. <laughs> there could be war in heaven, but Satan is not permitted to prevail there. He said there was war in heaven. Revelation 12, verse 7. Satan fought and his angels. And Michael fought also and his angels. And Satan prevailed not. The dragon prevailed not. Neither was there any place found any more for him in heaven. So where you are, Satan is not permitted to prevail. Please understand that. That Satan is not permitted to prevail where you dwell. Mm. In this world, you could be challenged. But the challenger, your challenger is not permitted to prevail. Therefore, I decree your triumph today in the name of Jesus. And they overcame him. It was the testimony of Wigusworth that fired this revelation to my heart. That is, I understood that scripture by his testimony. And they overcame him. And I've told the story several times. July 1979, I went out to be to minister in a place after coming out from this fresh revelation. Every time I go, I know. I came out with it. It was burning like fire inside me. I was looking for any devil to deal with. After ministering, everybody was saying, Amen, Amen. I've made other call. I said, Now, everybody that's a witch, stand up. Stand up. You see, you can't call them to stand except you are conscious of your new position. So they stood up in them. I said, Sit down now and understand what I'm saying. I don't mean they call you a witch. I mean you are a practicing witch. Stand up. A crowd stood up. 1979, I was very tall and huge. Now, you see, I said, Now, one of you, come on here. Tell me what to do with the devil. I mean, come and say dominion. By the armor of light. I didn't have any, I didn't have any feeling. I just had light. Light that I'm seated far above. When I speak, they must obey. 
when I give command, they must be quiet. And so she came up and said, when we want to suck blood, we go to the highway, cause vehicles to somersault, we suck the blood of the victims. I said, what of when people like us are coming? There was no microphone in those days, so you use mouth. I said, what of when people like us are coming? He said, when we sense a higher power on the way, we clear up the highway. Listen to me. The oppressor will not be able to stand your presence anymore. Just to wear this armor, this armor of light, that redemption has not left you a, left you a victim of frustration, but has put you in command. So when you put on that armor of light, you have it the way you want it. Let me hear your loudest amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Coming out from the revelation of John 1, 1 to 5, they called me up. In a family, I was in a family meeting at home, and they said, your son is sick. And I said, what, what about? They said, he went mad. Mad? In this house? What a stupid devil that is. So I said, okay, when we are through with the meeting, I'm coming there. There was no hurry. No need to hurry. Man. It's a simple matter. So we closed the meeting, and I drove in my fat, you know, what do they call it? Volkswagen Beetle. You know, highly wind conditioned. And I drove there with all authority. I was burning with authority. It wasn't a guesswork. I wasn't going to try it. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended not. This foul spirit is one of the powers of darkness. When I enter the place with the power of light, darkness must fizzle out. As I enter the place, my little one stood up in his madness and half naked and proceeded to greet me. They said, do you know who that is? He said, yes, that's my brother. You know his name? And he mentioned my name in the midst of madness. Kukushagalaba. You know that demon said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. I said, dress him up and put him in my car. Let me see the devil that has the God to enter my car with me. My wife was there. They put the young man, the young chap in my car. Before we were 10 kilometers on the journey, he was snoring. Uh, uh, he has not slept for weeks. He has not been prayed for. He was delivered by the armor of light. Armor of what? Somebody's here. That oppression stops now. That oppression stops now. That oppression on your life ceases now. You believe it? Let me hear your loudest. Amen. That oppression on your family ceases now. That oppression on your children ceases now. That oppression on your head ceases now. Say with me, by redemption. I am now seated in heavenly places where there is no place for the devil. Where the devil has no capacity to prevail. I am seated in heavenly places. The heaven of rest. The home of liberty. Where the oppressor has no place. Where the oppressor has no place. Therefore I am free. Therefore I am free. Therefore I am free. Shout glory.
Thank you, Father. The next channel of our liberty is called the anointing. Say with me, the anointing. And yet a little while, and the indignation shall cease. And my anger in their destruction. Isaiah 10, 25 to 27. He said, and it shall come to pass in that day, 27, that the body shall be taken off from your shoulder, and the yoke from off your neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. <laughs> and the anointing manifests on different fronts. One, you can be anointed for battle by a thirst and a longing of your soul. Isaiah, I mean, Psalm 63, verse 1 to 3. My soul thirsted for thee, and my flesh longed for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory. I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry land, I will pour my spirit upon your offspring, and they shall spring forth. Isaiah 44, verse 3 and 4. Now see, you can encounter the anointing for conquest by craving for it. Number two, you can encounter the anointing through the impartation of the anointed. And the spirit, the, the people about the saying, the spirit of Elijah now rests upon Elisha. It was a transferred unction that positioned him for conquest. Can I hear your amen? So the conquest of Elisha came by impartation. Came by what? Came by impartation. And in this impartation service, because this is a liberation commission, it is for the liberation of the entire world. Amen. So this platform is a platform for the establishment of the liberty of the saints. And in this impartation service with your mantles on the floor, I decree an end to every of your captivity holders. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. He said, and the yoke holding you, choking you, shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Therefore, I decree them destroy today in the name of Jesus. Can I hear your loudest amen? Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. 
Number three, the anointing can be unleashed through the prophetic. the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me up upon my feet. There are things you hear and as the understanding comes alive, there is a flow of unction into your life. You know the reason why? Even the word of God is packaged by the spirit. Amen. He said, only men speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. My spirit, it has gathered them. Isaiah 34, verse 16. That's why every revelational encounter culminates in a flow of unction. When a revelation dawns, auction flows to operate on that frequency. Auction flows. And the word of God is the word, a word of, the word of more, more sure word of prophecy. Glory to God. So God's word is a prophetic package. So as you receive revelation of the prophetic word, unction flows. You receive understanding of the ministry of a prophet, unction flows. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? So the prophetic is a major channel for encountering the anointing. Can I hear your amen? amen. Encountering the anointing. Encountering the anointing. I was sitting down years ago at Tulsa and as Kenneth Egan was speaking something electric was fired into me and I lost total control I was sobbing and sobbing and the Lord said to me my son David the baton has been passed over to you so unction was transferred via the prophetic channel he was ministering and then fire broke loose Somebody's receiving some fire right now. Somebody's receiving some fire right now. Somebody's receiving some fire right now. That looks like you. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Very interestingly, and I close with this. There is the unction that flows through testimonies. Come and say unction. Because testimonies or testimonies recognized as a weapon of victory. And as a weapon of victory, which means it's a holder of the anointing. That means there is an anointing that resides in testimonies. So when you understand a testimony, the unction that bats it flows into you to reproduce it. As I saw Smith Wigglesworth snubbed a devil, he saw a figure of a man with a horn on the head rocking on the chair in the sitting room and he eased and turned back. I don't even know it's you, the devil. And he went to bed. That did something in me. Something unforgettable. I mean, something supernatural. That fired into me is reality complex. Over all devils, no matter who they are. Is somebody here know what I'm saying? And up to tomorrow, it shows. 
and they overcame him. Revelation 12, 11. By the blood and by the word of their testimonies, they overcame by the blood and by the word of their testimonies. So we need an understanding of testimonies to replicate them. Because understanding of those testimonies causes the unction that bursts those testimonies to flow through you. And then they are replicated. Several times I've snuffed the devil with ease and went away for free. Several times. Several times. Somebody's here, something is changing in your life. Yeah. Let me say this to you today. God has no business holding down your liberty tomorrow. I have had thee in the time accepted. In the day of salvation of Sokodi, behold, now is your accepted time. And behold, today is the day of salvation. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. That oppression you saw last is the last you will ever see in your life. That spirit husband is caused today. That spirit wife is caused today. The oppressions in your dreams is over this hour. The strangers moving through your body is caused today. If you believe today is your day of salvation, let me hear you shout glory. You believe that now is your accepted time for liberty. Let me hear you shout glory. I am privileged to be anointed to cut off the house of wickedness. <laughs> he said, and from the beginning it was not so. And now the hour has come to liberate the world from all oppressions of the devil through the preaching of the word of faith. And I'm sending you to undertake this task. So I decree by this mandate your instant liberty today. And when God sends a man, he goes before him. He goes with him. He walks with him. And he walks for him. <laughs> So whatever God can stop in your life must stop this hour. Whatever can't resist God must lose his grip of you today. I am sent for the liberation of the men and women of this generation. God sent me in an 18 hour long vision to go say to the world, enough is enough. 
Satan, stop there. So whatever Satan has done against your destiny, I command them undone today. Whatever tree the devil has planted into your life, I command them uprooted today. In the name of Jesus. Kosagbara to Dabiti Jesu. Kosagbara to Dabiti Baba. Kosagbara to Dabiti Jesu. Agbara, Agbara to Jagbara, to Jagbara. Kosagbara, Kosagbara. To the beat of hands and celebrate the power of God, the power of the Holy Ghost over your situations. When your God searches for his hand, no man can turn him back. name of Jesus. Paul in the midnight of the ordeal prayed and sang praises and the prisoners heard him and suddenly Koshikari Ageraboya Taka Taka Tusezua. In the midst of these high praises, I command an unusual flow of the anointing. Yeah. 